All right, you want to hear a Beastie Boys song? <laughs> do I want to hear a Beastie Boys? Do I? Of course I do. I love the Beastie Boys. <laughs> Here we go. Ooh, That's every Beastie Boys song. Wait, what? <laughs> I get around. Ooh, no, no, no. Beach Boys. Oh, shit. Beach- <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. Beach Boys. It's, they're not the uh, same as the Beastie Boys. Dan, I fell asleep the entire movie. <laughs> oh my god, that is that I is so funny. I thought it was all funny. about the Beastie Boys. That is so funny. I thought you were just like, I thought you were just going to talk about the Beastie Boys. And I was like, I'm down. I love the Beastie Boys. Let's talk about it. And, and then goes, you did none of their voices. That, I did the Beach Boys. I did the, <laughs> I did the Beach Boys. I get around. Walking and chalking and walking and mission. My name's A Rock, and I'm here to be dishing. That's my impression of the Beastie Beastie Boys. Boys? Yeah. I don't think I know any Beastie Boys songs. What's their most popular song? Um, Sabotage. You know, from Star Trek Beyond. (laughs) When when Kirk plays some old-timey music as he's piloting the Enterprise. Oh, oh, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Gotcha. We all know it. We all know it. Your rendition did not, you know ring any it, bell for me. Sounded like a broken motorcycle. Sam, this this is sabotage. Um I, I know you're not aware of what this is, but you'll recognize it now that you hear it. Yeah, I, I got it. Oh, oh, you got it from from my rendition? I when you no, when you said Star Trek Beyond. Oh, oh, then it all clicked. Then it all clicked. Yeah. Not your <laughs> ah <laughs> oh, dan what's new in the world we had a spring break yeah we, we had, had a little break. bit of we had a little bit of a spring break i'm i'm very sorry i have to apologize to our, all our listeners at home they were probably wondering what happened to the podcast you know well my computer battery died um yeah. on my yeah. very old macbook pro um you know bad there's battery, bad computer oh, bad computer now um there there's been a message up up on my screen for like probably like two years now that's like battery needs servicing like get a new like bring it into the apple store get a new battery and i've ignored it and then eventually like i thought it would never catch up to me and then it did and my battery wouldn't charge past five percent and then it died (laughs) and then i was like well shit i'm i'm really out of luck (laughs) it's back that's why we're recording got the computer back from the from the Apple Store, fresh battery. You know, the the charge actually lasts quite a long time now. I'm pretty impressed. Oh, but um, cost a pricey penny, but I don't have money to buy a new computer right now. And I've already, I, you know, right. as you know, as we've been documenting, I've bought about 100 computer parts to build a, P, a PC, <laughs> yeah. but did not prioritize a GPU before everything went crazy. And now you can't buy a GPU. So I have 95% of a computer sitting in my closet that would just blow this Mac out of the water. <laughs> but I how cannot bad finish you, it. How bad did you feel that you had to buy another computer part? Uh, and, feel, and you have yeah. for a shitty computer at this point. <laughs> it made me feel bad. I had high hopes, as uh, uh, Brendan Urie would say. I had high hopes that this um, battery job would make my computer magically faster. I thought it might really right. help. And, you know, the longevity of the battery is definitely a win, but it, it solved nothing magically. Yeah. The computer is still a 2015 MacBook Pro that's been beaten around in multiple <laughs> yeah, countries and over university. And yeah, 
Dan, every time, uh, just to remind yourself, okay? Every time that your computer's slow, you get a little frustrated. Just say, well, it's not the Acer. It's just not the Acer. Yourself. Well, yeah. Sam, my computer is the Acer now. Now that no. you have your nice laptop, <laughs> this is the Acer. I still have the Acer, and I use it. <laughs> I call Why? It, I call it my torrent horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You're, you're like uh, your, your torrent power station? Yeah, my torrent power station. But it is... I don't know how I used it. Like now that I go from this computer and go back to that one, mm-hmm. it like like Chrome doesn't open unless I click it three times, <laughs> wait five minutes, <laughs> and then wait for Chrome to load after that. Like well, it doesn't yeah. work. It's well, so the audience bad. didn't hear it, but back when you had your Acer, it was edited edited out of the podcast for posterity. But there was a segment where you tried to open a new tab on Google Chrome, yeah. and it took like ten minutes. We were we were yeah. just talking and vamping for like ten minutes. Yeah, that's it, that was my reality. Literally, every day. it just took so yeah. long to yeah. open a new tab. Yeah, I Ugh. couldn't. I couldn't edit normal HD video on my laptop. I'd have to downgrade <laughs> it. I had to downgrade everything Wait, to edit on it. Like downgrade nineteen twenty like yeah. footage. Yeah. So like Any- what? I, even even 720p footage, <laughs> I had to downgrade. Yeah, I would have oh to use proxy. Oh my god! For anybody, any any of that's our editors the, out there, that's the saddest proxy story. I know, I know, and it would you, still stutter. <laughs> oh my god! You had to bad. like, um, you had to downgrade it to like the quality of like a a, a Sony like what were those like like a uh, Sony picture shot or, or yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it was bad. It was really bad, and now we're on the dream machine, baby. Well, look at us, though. You know, I got a battery. You got a new computer. I'm just sitting here drinking my chocolate soy milk. Uh, we're having a good <laughs> freaking day. Are you still gluten-free? Mm. If anybody knows, Dan tried to be gluten-free for a second. That mm, for, tells for a me second. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, to some of my friends and to my parents, I am still gluten-free. I like to keep up the veneer. I do right. eat bread again, yes. But... To my credit, I've cut down the amount of bread that I eat. I'm being much more considerate. Cons- is that a word? Conservative? Conservative? Is considerate to your body? Considerate cons- to your body? Considerate. Considerate. I'm I'm considerative. I don't know am what I, you're trying I, to say. Am I, am I having a stroke? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Con con convex. Con con <laughs> I'm having a conflict with my body. With <laughs> I ate too much gluten, it's all gone to my brain. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. I, I'm being more aware of how much bread I'm putting into my body, how much gluten, wheat I'm right. putting into my body, because I, I don't know if you know this, but the wheat that we have here in Canada and the United States is a lot more processed than the wheat they even have in Europe. Mm. Our standards are lower. It does worse things to our body is what somebody mm. told me once. Um, and so, yeah, I'm cutting it down, well, but I do eat theories. bread. So it's bread talk dan- could come back. Beautiful. I'm hitting. I'm dropping. Not today, but I'm dropping. I'm dropping that out there for everybody. Bread talk could return, like That's a beautiful. stinger at the end of the Avengers. Bread talk could return. I got energy today. Can you tell? You do. You're on, baby. You fuck. Spring break. Let's spring get break. It. Yeah. <laughs> Three weeks we watched, off. We watched a Beach Boys movie. Spring it's break. Like, <laughs> it's like the first day of school. I'm like, I'm just yeah. like running around at recess trying to find all my friends. I trimmed up my mustache. I'm ready to record the podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh, but there is some scientific, uh, you know, uh, approval to what you're saying because I've heard that the wheat that we have in North America 
has been pro not processed, but like what's yeah, the yeah, word what I'm I said? for? Modified modified so much, like genetically modified faster oh. than our than our microbiology can keep up with the with processing it in, in the inside. Interesting. I've heard that before. So you know, who knows, Dan? Who knows? Maybe you're onto something here. Maybe none of us should eat gluten. You know? Maybe none of us should eat gluten, but we yeah. all love it anyway. Uh, we all love that bread. Can't get enough. We can't don't call enough. money bread, you know, for not a reason. That wasn't the right way to phrase that. We call money bread <laughs> yeah, for what a was reason. That? Oh, there well, we go. I, I walked myself into a, a negative, so I had to double negative my way out of it instead of just saying, we call money bread for a reason because <laughs> we love it and we need it. And Dan, stop using it. bread as currency. How many times do I have to say this? You can't barter <laughs> well, I have so much bread. here that I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, that's that's a little about me. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, you're inoculated with gluten, and I got inoculated with uh, RNA. Hey, how was yeah, that? You're vaccinated. Yeah. I'm vaccinated. I'm, I got my first dose. Of, of what? Moderna. Ooh. Moderna. And I kept making jokes that I was a getting fancy blood. fancy one. I know. I kept making jokes that I was going to get a blood clot, and then I realized, and then I talked to my girlfriend. She's like, AstraZeneca's the blood clot one. I'm like, oh, oh, oh right, 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 right. Yeah. So they're giving uninformed people uh, vaccines They're giving now? people that have no idea what's going on in this world. They just give it to anybody. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. That's not true. It's not true. Because I but don't yeah, have one. They're not giving it to anybody split. yet. <laughs> my, arm, my arm did hurt for three days. Okay. Uh, yeah. It did hurt. But other than that, I feel great. I felt fine. I find it funny how, well, I, I want to ask you some questions about your vaccine, but I, yeah. I wanted to say this first. I find it funny how everybody's talking about these, like their arm hurting and side effects, which I mean, it's true. It does happen, but it feels yeah. weird to be talking about it as if it's like interesting because, because doesn't that really kind of happen with any vaccine you get? It does. Like, it happens like, with every That happens vaccine. every time I get a vaccine. My arm gets sore. I think like, I just if say- If you're waking up with cold sweats in the middle of the night, then tell me. <laughs> right, know. right. I think I just say- aneurysm, tell because, me. Because like vaccine hesitant people are, maybe some of them are like, oh, I don't know about them. Side effects, you know? And then so I just like to say, my arm just hurt for three days. It's yeah. not a big deal. I but think that's, that's, good. that's There good. you go. There you go. What was the experience like? Was it was it easy to book and get in? Was your nurse nice to you? Did you get a my band -aid or a lollipop? My nurse was nice. I got it because of uh, indigeneity, First Nations indigeneity. baby. Yes, and then he kept asking me a lot of questions about it, about my you know where's where's my how do you get your band number? Where's all this stuff? And then he mm -hmm. says at the end. Oh, Sorry, see, I, it's just because you look very white. I had to. That's literally. Oh what shit! He, really? He said. He said. Well, I'm sorry that I asked so many questions. It's just that you're very fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he laughed. He laughed. That's, that's really funny. And I laughed, and we laughed, yeah, and we just had a ball of a time. I know? bet you. You must have been so happy. To get my vaccine, yeah, yeah. like 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 yeah. being in there and walking out. I'm sure you must have been like just like like I can't even. My body right now is trying to conjure the feeling of that happiness, and it's impossible. I can't. It's real. I have vaccine confidence right now because I was walking around the other day, and you know, sometimes you're walking and like somebody like somebody puts on a mask or like they'll just like give you more room because it's COVID times. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that happened, and I, I like lean over to my girlfriend. And I'm like. When are these people going to know that I'm vaccinated? Like, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Come near yeah, me. Well, I mean, it takes a couple of weeks to for the immunity yeah, it to kick it, in. It's but... not gestated yet, but still. 
<laughs> I'm vaccinated, uh, people. Give me a hug. Um, I do have one more question, though, but sure. to ask you this question, I'm going to have to invite you somewhere special. Ladies Why? and gentlemen, welcome yeah, to Dan's Because I got Dan's fucked by the needle because the needle penetrated me? Is that what you're getting at? Here? Well, that's a great bit, but that's not where I'm going with it. Now, Sam, vaccine hesitancy is a big issue in, in, in the world, okay? People don't want to get the vaccine for, for a myriad of uh, bullshit reasons. Today, um, yep. I was talking to a coworker um, who I had just met, very nice, and yep. they mentioned they were hesitant to get the vaccine because they were into different types of medicine and they were going to get the vaccine. So I'm not here to call them out, but I'm just saying right. vaccine hesitancy is real and it's something that we need to speak openly about to encourage people to get vaccines. Uh, yes. With that in mind, Sam, yeah. I must ask you, because uh. I think this would be good for the people at home to hear some of the pros of getting the vaccine. In what ways did being vaccinated improve your sex life? My dick is harder. It's harder for longer. I am, you know, I'm not, I don't have virality, but I have virility, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, that's so good. That's Take okay. that. I thought that was a great, that was a great wordplay, you fucking jerk. And you didn't react to it at all because you were looking Sorry. for a clip. Hit, hit me again. Hit me again. I said, I said. I was just trying to give you some bed underneath this. I said, I have no virality, but I okay. have virility. No virality, but virility. That's pretty good. Put that on a t-shirt. Right? God take damn, it home, Sam. baby. You can take that for free. Wow. Okay. Well, I just wanted to invite you in here so you could tell people, get vaccinated, then get down. Am I right? My, but here's the thing. My pubes have grown exponentially. <laughs> <laughs> that's the mRNA. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's what they don't tell you. Takes away, you know, takes away the little spikies on the coronavirus. Yeah. Gives you some more spikies. You know what I mean? S spikies on the on the on the right region. There. Yeah, on, my on the pubis. region. On the region. Yeah. Okay. On my, well, on my fupa. Uh, is there anything else you want to note, or, or or is that it? If I spit in your mouth, you're also vaccinated. <laughs> That's incredible. Is yeah. that true? It's very true. Very true. That's like the reverse of COVID. You know, everybody's worried about licking doorknobs and, you know, all that type of stuff. But now that you are vaccinated, if you spit in somebody's mouth, they will be vaccinated too. I assume yeah. there's the three period until immunity builds, but it would kickstart the process. Yeah, you got to wait for my immunity and then, but you get it instantly. Whoa. I just got to, I just got to spit in your mouth. I got people lining up. Very cool. Well, thank you for coming to Dance Fuck Zone. Hey. Sam, that's not it. It's been a busy few weeks, and oh. there's even more to talk about. Oh, my God. Oh, whoa, whoa. What? What do you got? Did you watch the Oscars or did you not watch the Oscars? Because, did, all, you I know, our, our entire friend group had a had a viewing had a viewing night and, and you uh, hey, did Nick not wasn't there either. Yeah, he was. He oh, just showed he, he showed up when it started. He just couldn't show up for the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't there. No, I was not there. Yeah, I was so eating, I was eating sushi with my girlfriend. This is very sad to hear. Um, so you have no opinions to offer about the big night of a thousand stars that just happened? I've I have zero opinions. Literally zero. I really did not did not take that much of an interest this year. Interesting. Yeah. Well <laughs> you look so offended. <laughs> I'm a little offended, but yeah. I, under I understand that you're you're kind of new to this friend group and our traditions and you know 
being in Toronto away from us, maybe it's not as big of a deal for you, yeah. but you know, it's a powerful night where we get together and bet. And, um, you know, somebody <laughs> know. walked home with quite a few, uh, things from Devlin's wallet. So, uh, you know, big, big prizes were given out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I wasn't there. I mean, I, I, I want to make a formal apology. I know that Good. the entire, the entire Good. friend group listens to this podcast and <laughs> I want to say, I'm sorry for not being there guys. Yeah, I, I thought we should address it here live on the show um, yeah. for those who do listen yeah. and, and for all, uh, you know, our fans who who are not part of the friend group, but are in our hearts. You know, we love you all. Um, I'm glad you could apologize. to. All I chose ho- hoes before bros, which is 10 out of 10, 10 times out of 10, the wrong thing to choose. Yeah, it really is. But that's OK. Now, it, maybe maybe it's not fully fair because I, I also wanted to watch Top Chef and enjoy sushi. So, like, wait, it's have not you just, been watching Top just Chef? Top Chef Masters, yeah. We we started. Wait, we started I'm watching Top Chef Masters right. Is that now. different from an regular old, Top Chef? That's happening. Old season. An old. Oh, season. so you're you're not watching like, this season of Top Chef? No, I'm not watching this season of Top Chef. Not right now. No, because there's you this sh- Toronto chef Suser Lee who was on one of the episodes, one of like the seasons, and I love Suser Lee, so I watched. I've been watching that. Man, just disappointment after disappointment. <laughs> you didn't so watch good. the Oscars with season us. Season two, Top Chef you Masters, did, you- man. You're telling me you're watching Top Chef, but you're not watching the season that's happening right now so we can talk about it. Yeah, no, not. That's okay. That's okay. You know what? I'm going to move on. I had energy before. I'm getting sad, but it's I'm sorry, Dad. I didn't mean to disappoint. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I know it's a big deal for you and the friend group, and and I'm sorry I didn't show up. A formal apology is recognized, and you know what, Sam? I forgive you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want want to say something about the Oscars? you want to give your quick... Hot, hot takes. You want me to give a hot take on the Oscars? What do you say? What do you think about Anthony Hopkins? You hate him? You why that guy win? No, here's my okay. You want to hear my hot take? Yeah, give me some. There's been a lot of hate this year against the Oscars, and a lot of it I recognize, I understand, but I think a lot of these Oscar haters they don't like it any year. Here's my hot take. I don't think people just want the Oscars to do well. I don't think people. I think a lot of people have a chip on their shoulder and they like to complain about, you know, celebrities applauding for themselves or being out of touch or Hollywood or media elites and all this bullshit. And you know what? I get it. But why can't the Oscars be just a night where we watch people applaud themselves on the back and give out awards and you get drunk with your friends and their partners and you bet on gift cards? Why can't that be the night? (laughs) Because, God damn it, I've been doing that for the past five years, and every year has been more fun than the last. So here's my two cents. If you don't like the Oscars, make a friend. Look inside yourself and come back next year with an open mind and a few drinks and a few gift cards to bet on. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, maybe you'll change your mind. Also, Anthony Hopkins gave one hell of a performance. I would have loved to see Chadwick Boseman recognize but you can't watch the father and not end up bawling. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I also, here's my hot take on a hot take in a hot take. Here's my hot take on Anthony Hopkins. I think everybody, just like the Oscars themselves did, everybody uh, voting, I think, uh, might have assumed that Chaswick Boseman was going to win and then voted for, I think, what is actually maybe technically the best acting of the year in Anthony Hopkins. And then um, enough people did that in it. ended up going to anthony hopkins yeah yeah and normally your second choice goes to gets to the top because this is how oscar voting works kind of deal yeah but yeah anyway wow 
Wow, Dan's hot take, guys. Ignore the problems that <laughs> awards shows present and find the magic in friendship and movie making. Okay? I, I like the Oscars. Fuck it. I like them. I like them I, every year. I, like, I don't care I like what them happens. Too. I like it when there's montages. I like it when there's clips. I like yeah. it when there's bits. I like it when they just talk. I like any type of Oscars. Yeah. I am easy. <laughs> Let's do it, huh? You want to get Let's into the hear, podcast? <laughs> Let's hear the theme song. Welcome back to Giamatti, 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 your one-stop, fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm your host, Dan. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, what do we do here in the podcast, Sam? Ah, uh, fuck. We watch everything that Paul... <laughs> We, we're well, watching everything. We watch everything that Paul Giamatti's ever done, ever um, been in, ever what voiced. Things? Every yeah, that that every goddamn thing. Everything he's ever been in, okay, from all the way from the beginning of his career, all the way until he dies. We're watching <laughs> all the it way all, there, people. We're doing it. You can't stop it. us. Every episode of Billions, we're gonna watch it. Twelve Years a Slave, watched it. Fred Claus. <laughs> Watched it. Watched it. <laughs> uh, so good. So uh, good. Good shit. Good shit. We're we are a great talk show segment for for anybody bringing Paul. We're just sitting. At, we're just sitting there. He just needs to discover it. It's a perfect yeah. talk show. segment. We need to him. start messaging producers of yeah. the Tonight Show, yeah. the Daily Show. Wait, yeah. Daily Show. What? So <laughs> why, why, not? Paul, why not? Why would Paul be on the Daily Show? We got to start messaging those producers. We got to find them. Get that. We got to mm. get the IMDb Pro. We're dragging our feet, Dan. We're dragging our feet. We're dragging our feet. We really need to get into it because we will be recognized. We will be recognized mm-hmm. by Paul Giamatti, whether that is through uh, a, a mention, you know, an interview, or yeah. a restraining order. One yeah. day, something will give. <laughs> Uh, but like it's just so good. I can see it right now. He's sitting beside Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, let's role play. I'll be Jimmy. I'll be Jimmy. Okay, you be Jimmy. Hey, Paul. Welcome back to the show. Hey, hey, how you doing? I just finished a good sci-fi novel. Uh, how you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing good. Uh, Paul, Paul, uh, why don't you talk to me a little bit about this uh, new movie you're in? I, I hear you've been working with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, Jungle Cruise. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. I like it. You know, do, do I get to work with the rock? It's it's good. It's good. Yeah. His his pectoral muscles about the size of my head, Jimmy. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I can I, I I've kissed him before though. I've kissed him right on the lips. That's great. It. Okay. When we come back, uh, I hear that there's a a, a little a thing on the internet that people have been talking about you. A- anyway, you're gonna have to tell me about when when we come back from this break. I can't wait what? to hear about it. What do you mean? What the 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 Tonight Show song starts yeah. playing? <laughs> Do you like the Beastie Boys? Do you like? <laughs> and we're back, Paul. Paul, thank you for sticking hey, with me. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's great to be here, Jimmy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have this card in front of me, and you're gonna have to tell me more about this. It says that. There, there's a uh, the people have been talking about you on the internet. What? What do you mean? Who? Do you know about this? There is a podcast. Do I know about what? <laughs> Fucking spit it out, Jimmy! For fuck's sake! 
there's there's a Paul. There's a podcast. There's there's a podcast about, about you about dedicated to you. They're they're watching. Wait, you, every, you mean, you mean the every... billions? The billions podcast. No, I've no, seen no, not, it and I've heard it. No, not the billions podcast, and, and not the people who are trying to get you a wax figure at Madame Tussauds um, that wax you already know now. about it. Yeah, and that I know you're very close with them. No, two other people from Canada created a podcast where they've been watching every goddamn thing that you've ever been in, and they're what, talking what about the f- it and becoming better friends along the way. What the what the fuck? Really? Are you kidding me, Jimmy? Are you kidding me? I need to meet these boys. We have a very special surprise. They're backstage. Bring it, Sam, Sam Calderon, and Daniel Brennan, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 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 Paul, this is this is crazy. Hey guys, what why don't you come you, down so to you, the couch? You, come down to the couch. You, okay, wait, okay. You, you guys are Canadian. You're Canadian. <laughs> yeah, from up north. Up north. Hey, you don't... got a pedophile mustache, there, kid. Okay, well, I was getting. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm real feisty today. Look at <laughs> you. you so you've seen every goddamn thing I've ever been in, huh? I was going to say, you're familiar with Canada. You played a Canadian yourself, Barney Panofsky in Barney's I version. Did. What the fuck is that movie? Oh, you don't you don't remember, Paul? I don't. I think I have dementia. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you munch on a banana, Paul? Jimmy pulls one out from behind the desk. I have one right here, Paul. And he hands it to you. All right. Do I like I like bananas? Is that part of my life? Well, actually, Paul, it's from the movie that you were in, Barney's version that they're they're referencing. Oh, I see. Okay, I barely remember my <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show, Paul. <laughs> Everybody can catch Jungle Cruise this July this is crazy. in theaters. I, I, I hate these two kids, <laughs> but <laughs> I hate these two kids. But it's really impressive that you guys. You know, <laughs> That you guys did this, that you guys did this podcast. It's really oh, impressive. This is so nice. And kind of scary. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate Merlot and I fucking hate you, kid. All right. Uh, okay. When we come back, Anna Kendrick on her Quibi show about that sex doll. When we return. <laughs> hey, I like Anna. She's good. She's good. I like her. Hey, Jamie, how's your kid? Honestly, uh, the impression was really good, Sam. This might be the best I, impression I think of Paul it's gotten yet. Way better. Yeah, I think it's, it's gotten impressively better. It's quite good. That was really. I I really liked that improv section. That was really fun. That was really fun. I'm glad that we did some, that. I'm glad. That was some good shit. I'm glad we did that. But I don't know why I made oh, Paul really rude. No, I, I Paul, liked it. I I liked <laughs> the feistiness. Maybe backstage we all talked about it and we were like, Paul, go in on us. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Paul loves Paul loves doing some random bits. He you know? loves doing some random bits. Hey, love and mercy. Love and mercy. I was super disappointed when I found out it was the Beach Boys. I was like, who gives a fuck? All I knew was good vibrations and that they sing a bunch of songs about the beach. Like, I never gave the Beach Boys any sort of space in my mind. Did you? Did you like like the Beach Boys? I like the Beach Boys, especially as a teen. Like, like an early teen when you're trying to discover music. I feel like Beach Boys is, you know, a band that my dad told me. He's like, I listened to the Beach Boys, like, back in the day. Listen to the Beach Boys, you know, like, yeah. whatever. And so I went to the, you know, the local library 
ripped a, a couple CDs of the Beach Boys, among other things that I got from Guitar Hero and Rock Band and whatever. So I did yeah. listen to the Beach Boys as a kid. I wouldn't say like I'm a, a super fan. I definitely haven't listened to them. They haven't been in my mind in quite a long time. But mm-hmm. like they are a pretty prolific band. And I've heard good things about this movie beforehand. And it's like an interesting oh, okay. take on, an, on, a, on a biopic. And so I was pretty excited to get here. And on top of that, Paul plays an angry manager. So I was like, this yeah. is a perfect combination of stuff. I'm excited to watch it. And honestly, yeah. didn't disappoint me. No, it was not disappointing at all. I was pleasantly surprised that it was so like compelling and mm-hmm. fun and that the Beach Boys have like a genuinely interesting story. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think I just cast the Beach Boys away because their name is the Beach Boys. That's and, fair. And then that's that's pretty much it. I, I just didn't. Well, give the, a I lot didn't of pay them music... any like proper mind. You know? A lot of their music is about going to the beach. It's and mostly surfing. about the beach. Like so, I was looking at, I was listening because I hadn't really listened to the Beach Boys, right? So hmm. I was while doing the research, I was listening to their fifty greatest hits. Well, man, after watching this movie, I've been listening to the Beach Boys quite a and lot. It's really good. Yeah, their music yeah. is fantastic. I think I just, yeah, I just like cast it away because I'm like they have a song called the like what a what a day at the beach. Yeah, Calif- California girls, you know, good vibrations. Like you can't argue with good vibrations. But like, there's just so like I'm just scrolling through surf and safari, catch a wave, surf in USA, surfer girl. Okay, uh, so I did want to ask you this question. You know, I, I put the warmth in, of the sun. I wanted to ask. So they're called the Beach Boys. Is it weirder that yeah. so much of their music is dedicated to being at the beach and surfing? Or would it be weirder if their name was the Beach Boys and they didn't really talk about that? I think the latter. It's weirder if they don't talk about the beach, but at the same time, it does them a disservice by talking so much about the beach. I think it's kind of egregious how much of their music is about the beach. And I like in this movie yeah. where where um, Paul Dano's character, Brian Wilson, um, is is like, we don't even, we don't, you know, like, oh, what surfer what? dudes don't even like our music, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And I was like, they're giving yeah, off that funny. California surfer vibe, but nobody gives a fuck about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, that's not true. People loved the Beach Boys back in the day. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, and people still love them. But yeah, exactly. It, they're like, you know, like none of this matters to the actual subculture we're talking about here. Yeah, like, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they don't like a, us. <laughs> we're not representing the culture. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'll give you the quick description of the movie. Uh, Please. It, in the 1960s, the Beach Boys leader, Brian Wilson, struggles with emerging psychosis as he attempts to craft his avant-garde pop masterpiece. In the 80s, he is a broken, confused man under the 24-hour watch of shady therapist Dr. Eugene Landy. Played by the singular Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Giamatti. Nice. Uh, did you know this pro- this film, Sam, was produced by produced and directed by Bill Polid? Who also Poled. produced Paul It was all. Uh, he also produced Brokeback Mountain, Twelve Years a Slave, The Tree of Life, and more recently, American Utopia. Yeah, is that cool? American that is Utopia. Very cool. He did American Utopia. He's done like so famous much, producer. Like, yeah, he's done like so much Oscar bait movies, like just back to back to back. You know. It's What's your hot take on Tree of Life, Sam? When I watched it way back in the day i hated it <laughs> oh yeah that's but i right. want to revisit it i've actually been thinking about revisiting it but i hated it i want to revisit it too because i remember really liking it back in the day i've watched it since for sure and i think I, but i i don't remember if 
I definitely didn't like hate it, but I don't remember if my feelings were like, hey, I still really like this, or if it was more yeah. just like tepid, or it's like, yeah, okay. Because Brad Pitt was in that movie too, right? In yeah. Tree of Life? Yeah. Brad okay. Pitt, Sean Penn. Um, Sean Penn. Lots of people. Yeah. yeah. Dinosaurs. Uh, this, this movie stars Paul Dance. Dinosaurs. <laughs> a fetus. <laughs> yeah. Um, the movie stars Paul Dano as young Brian Wilson. Love Paul. Paul this, Dano. Paul squared is in this movie best. delivering amazing performances. Yeah, truly. Truly. We got John Cusack as mm. old Brian Wilson. Well, 80s Brian Wilson. Yeah. And uh, Elizabeth Banks, the beautiful Elizabeth Banks. The beautiful and talented. talented. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Um, and she plays his uh, love interest when he's older and uh, under the, the, you know, what's the word? Uh, not conspirator, but uh, what's the word? Uh, what Britney Spears is under right now. Yeah. Conservatorship. Conservatorship. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Eugene Landy was doing. Free Brian Wilson. I actually thought that was really interesting because the Britney thing was so big this year and the documentary from the New York Times came out. Yeah. Um, you watched that, I assume. I did. Yeah. yeah. So it was on the top of my mind when I watched this and it was talking about, yeah, like a conservatorship that was kind of like totally reminiscent of this Britney stuff. I was like, oh my God, I know but so arguably, much about this now. Like arguably worse, like not to compare somebody's situation to another situation, but it is sure. like, it seemed like he was like fully micro, like he was fully micromanaging. Well, yes. This like, guy's life. Yeah. Like the abuse is very strong here. Cause he's and also a medical doctor abuse as and well. he's, yeah, yeah. like yeah. giving, he's, oh, he over medicates them. He gives them an improper diagnosis. Like it's fucking scary. It yeah. is really scary. Yeah. Like I can't imagine being in that sort of situation. Like you're locked. You're locked in. It had a budget of $10 million. You see every dollar on screen. It looks really good for $10 million. It does. And the box office return, you know, was a, for, an, you know, it's a little indie movie at $28.6 million. It made some money at the box office, which is good to hear. Um, I found something interesting though. I don't know if you found this when you were looking at this movie, but it's yeah. not, it doesn't really have a presence online. No, it, it like, I don't think the marketing was like that strong for this movie. I mean, it obviously made money. So it was like people wanted to see it. Yeah. But know? I wonder if that was mainly the Beach Boys drop because like, um, I, yeah. I mean, there were some interviews online, but nothing with Paul. So Paul didn't really do a, a, a promo oh. campaign with it. Um, and even when I was looking at like torrents and stuff to like get a version of this movie that I could like clip and, and down, like play around with. Um, you mean when you were going to buy the movie, as we do with every single movie? Well, I bought it on Blu-ray, Sam. I, I, I'm now buying these movies secondhand. Actually? Yeah, because I'm trying to build up a little Paul Giamatti collection. That's cool. So yeah. I did actually, so tech, So I torrented it and bought it on Blu-ray. But <laughs> nice. um, I could only find it in like, look, I couldn't find it in super high quality versions. Like it was all like 720p and like, which I just found odd. I'm like, why isn't this movie, you know, more famous? It's good. It's yeah, it is really good. I thought I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was the, pleasantly like, surprised. Overall, this movie I think is just reasonably pretty good. But there's some like parts of it that are just like that really energize me. Like all of the stuff in, I mean, we'll get to it, but like all of the recording stuff is so interesting. Yeah. Like the old, the like the old school footage of Paul Dano in the recording studio, like making pet sounds and good vibrations. Yeah, is shot so. With so much energy and personality, and I was it like, really I just cool. want to live in these scenes. Like, and apparently, in while well, I was looking at stuff in the trivia and all and all that jazz. Oh yeah, um, they shot those scenes on sixteen millimeter with handheld cameras, and they did it 
oh. with no with zero rehearsal and no script. It was really unscript. it was all unscripted. Yeah. That's incredible. And it yeah. looks beautiful too. Cause like, and yeah. actually that that's really interesting that they shot it actually on film because I was questioning if it was edited that way in post yeah. after, but it looked really good. And they're using a bunch of different film stocks throughout the film. And I was yeah. like, I don't know, like for a small movie like this, like the, the attention to detail really shows like it looked really it was beautiful. So cool. Yeah. It was really sick. So dang, who is Paul? <laughs> well, Sam, why don't I have Paul? introduce himself oh yeah hey. hey what's happening guys hi, hi. hi. i'm uh dr eugene landy how are you i'm uh brian's brother from another mother <laughs> what's up i want the blue fleet with gene really yeah so uh paul plays dr eugene landy therapist and a psychiatrist known for his unorthodox 24-hour therapy treatment where he would micromanage his patients' lives with a team of counselors and doctors. Very unorthodox unorthodox because it sounds abusive. Yeah. His California professional license was revoked in 1992. He continued a licensed psychotherapy practice in New Mexico and Hawaii until his death in 2006. I know. It's, I found that very shocking. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And he like continued working with Brian Wilson, apparently, for like three years later. Weird. Even. Like after his California license was revoked and he still worked with him for three years before they got like the restraining order. Oh, it's so odd. Sorry, I'm yawning. It's so odd and it's so parasitic. Like the fact that like, mm-hmm. like the amount of money he was like, like he was staying in Brian Wilson's house and like having yeah. all these people like, like there's a lot of, I don't know, so unethical. It was really wild to see. Yeah. And like, I like the juxtaposition of showing like these nasty father figures in brian wilson's life with literally his nasty father that made him deaf in his yeah. right ear from beating him so much and uh and then this like the, yeah like you said this parasitic guy that took over his life in his later years you know it's yeah. just so it was it was a well-done film people it's a and, well done film and the critics agreed 89 percent on rotten tomatoes that's what i like to hear yeah baby and also another critic uh, commented on this uh, more specifically about Paul. She said, Glenn okay. Kenny from RogerEbert.com gave the hey, news RogerEbert.com. Hey. And they had this to say. The hairpiece Giamatti sports throughout is so <laughs> unconvincing that the filmmakers ought to have found a way to make a joke of it. <laughs> <laughs> it is so moppy. It is. It is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But it was fun. I liked it. But I like again, it too. It, it we're kinda... looking at it through the Paul Patina, you know? <laughs> we're looking at it through podcast patina. Yeah. You know, because it's like, that's great podcast fodder, but I don't know if it helped the film for him to have this weird California man haircut, you know? Well, I kind of thought it might have. So I didn't really think about the hairpiece, to be honest. Um, what? Until Are now... you serious? You didn't I mean, look at I, Paul's hair and think. No, I wow. thought it looked. I thought it looked odd, but I thought it was maybe like a character thing. Like I thought, like you know, he's the type of guy to like have a hairpiece or like to do his hair weird. Right. You know, like like some of those like weird um, doctors or like you know like um, um, who are those or like plastic surgeons? You know, who have like yeah. like weird that's hair. That's the vibe. And, yeah, yeah, that's the vibe. I thought the it middle, but, the middle part with the bangs that come down just to the edges of the forehead. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. such a boyishly ugly hair look on <laughs> yeah. Paul. And yeah, it, I'm glad, I'm glad they comment on it because it, it I like, deserves to I be kind about. of, I kind of liked it, but also it looks so ridiculous. 
It's you very know? funny, but it does give Paul an iconic look in the film. Yeah. Like, it gives him yeah. a very specific look. And, you know, I'm always going to side on Paul wearing an interesting costume or doing <laughs> yeah. something interesting rather than just having plain Paul, you know? I think Paul also sides with that. Yes. As we've seen from <laughs> watching all of these movies. <laughs> I think you are exactly right. Yeah. I found this so interesting, though. I had no. Did you know anything about Brian Wilson before this? Like, I, did, I didn't know shit. So I knew. Brian Wilson, I, I knew the story about him laying in bed for two years. Um, right. I knew that he was really depressed, but I didn't that's, know that's really the extent. That was literally like it. Like I story that you knew. Or yeah. He laid in bed for a very long time. And other than that, you know, he wrote the beach boy songs. I honestly didn't even know how like good of a musician and how kind of a tourist um, he, he was in terms Apparently of, he was con- he's considered a musical genius. I would bet like for, way- for popular music. Yeah. That's what, that's what many people have been saying about him. So, which is like, yeah, it kind of upsets me that their name is the beach boys, you know, <laughs> because it, I feel like it does. Do you take think he away- sold himself short? Yeah, of course. But also it seems like it was the dad, like the, the controlling dad that was their original manager who really pushed for them as it, you see in the movie. Right now, here's the He's thing like- though, Sam. So, Brian Wilson was part of the Beach Boys, but even when he was releasing his own music, I think yeah. it still had to do with surfing. So, for example, he put no out way. this album that was really well acclaimed in 2004 called Smile. Very, yeah. very ugly cover art. It's the masterpiece that he's, that he's working on in the movie. Exactly. Well. But, you know, like it has... Um, I wonder if this is a cover of an old song. So I, there might be egg on my face here, but he has a song in it called surfs up, you know, oh, cabin really? essence. Well, I mean, he has, he, I think he has some weird taste. He has a song called barnyard wind chimes like, in blue Hawaii. He's got to, he's got to learn something new. He's got to learn some new naming conventions, some new nomenclature, you know? Oh my God. It, it, it does have the worst. That is the worst album art. <laughs> I think I've seen. It's a sun. It's like a 3D art sun you'd get off of like Windows, like like Microsoft Word. Yeah. Oh no, there's a song on it called Vegetables. Vegetables. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I mean, the album. This is was... a man that we're calling a a musical genius. Hey, we said he's a musical genius, not not a naming genius, not an English <laughs> yeah. language genius. But what I'm saying is, he it takes away from from. His his status as a musical genius. Or do you think it's better that he can turn a song called Veggie Tables into a masterpiece? Like, like he can elevate something with a name that dumb. It's a maybe because I haven't heard Veggie, veggie Tables. I haven't heard Veggie Tables either. Should uh, we listen to you it? You know what? Yeah, let's take a listen. I think it's we gotta We got to learn. We got to learn the, the genius. We got to hear or the I genius. Get, I guess it's Vega Tables. Vega, vega Tables. <laughs> vega Tables. Here we go. I'm gonna be round my vegetables. I'm gonna chop down my vegetables. <laughs> Everybody, musical genius, Brian Wilson. <laughs> Sam, we built it up, man. Oh, this is this is not good. Brought a big brown bag of them home. I jumped up and down and hope you toss me a carrot. 
Something. This is, this is special. Okay, oh, so no. we we might have so, to take take an L on that song. <laughs> my original point stands. It, it, he really is not helping himself with his names, and I guess he's also not helping himself with that that song either. People no. call this album a masterpiece. It was critically acclaimed. Maybe it would sound better if we listened to it in the. Uh, we gotta track listen order. to the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the song before this and the song after this are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But this song, I don't know. I don't know. Vega tables. I don't, I, I'm not. I'm not hearing not those master. Best. I'm not hearing those masterful harmonics. You know, uh, it's just not there for me. It's not there. Yeah, that one was okay. That one was rough. That one was rough. But that, <laughs> that one was real know, bad. That's okay. That's okay. That's Guys, okay. just go listen to Good Vibrations. What I found interesting was that these the the songs that I remember, Good Vibrations, God Only Knows, like a lot of the stuff off of Pet Sounds, in my memory, they're like epic songs. They're like queen length yeah. songs. They're like four or five minutes. Like God Only Knows, I feel like is an epic. It's it comes it's in really just good. over it comes in just over two minutes. The fact that these oh. songs, these songs are so to the point, but also so kind of musically dense. There's so much, there's so many mm-hmm. ideas packed into every song. And I just had no idea until I looked back into it, but all of the songs are relatively short, but in my mind there, there's just so much there that you taste when you listen to it. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's, you know, it's no, I agree with you. Yeah. I thought they'd be, I thought they were like super long songs. And then in listening to them back today, yeah, you're right. They are only like, they're super short. They're short. Yeah. Which is yeah. awesome. It's like big shout out to Brian Wilson, the guy who wrote Vega Tables, for yeah. <laughs> making these songs into just dense, really like crazy works of art. I love it. You know, you know, it's like what it's like what Albert Einstein said. You know, you gotta have you gotta have as a genius, gotta you gotta have, have faith. You gotta have quantity, and eventually mm-hmm. you'll meet quality. You know, my man Malcolm Gladwell said, "You gotta put in your ten thousand hours." Yeah. And at least eight thousand of them are gonna be Vega tables. Okay. <laughs> I'm eating my Vega tables. Tables. <laughs> Pass me the carrot. I am harmonizing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what, what? Ooh, Vega, Vega tables. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> uh, hit me with some trivia, Sam. What did you find out about this movie? Oh, you want some hot triv? You want some hot triv from that? Yeah. I'm the boop-boop? Yeah, if you got anything else. Well, Brian Wilson is still with... So there's a beautiful love story in this movie. We didn't really talk about it too much, but it is what brought Brian Wilson out of his conservatorship, really. She's the one that started the suit with the family. Yeah. Um, and he's still with her. Melinda Ledbetter, he's still with her. They have five adopted children. It's really and, nice. And apparently he's doing really well now. He got like... He got good, you know, he's gotten a proper, proper diagnosis, yeah. which is, he, I looked it up, his, his proper diagnosis is not paranoid schizophrenia, which is what Eugene Landley gave him. It's actually schizoaffective disorder. The real Brian Wilson reported having a mild disassociative experience while watching the film. Hmm. Uh, he started to believe that Paul Giamatti was the actual Eugene Landy <laughs> and felt absolutely in fear for several minutes. Wait wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So while this watching is, the movie, this is from IMDb. Sorry, this happened, and you don't know how you feel so, about it, or you don't no, know no, if no. it's real. I feel bad finding it funny because mm. it's his mental illness, mm-hmm. but 
it's also sort of impressive. Does that speak? I think that might speak to Paul's ability as an actor. Well, Paul gets pretty intense in the movie. Actually, we can take he it. He yells in his face. Let's say, like, yeah, give yeah. people some, some taste. No, no, God damn it. Jesus Christ. Seriously? Seriously? You have got to learn to wait your goddamn turn. Jesus Christ. Now, this is what happens, okay? No. You are not goddamn hungry. You think you're hungry. Do you understand the goddamn difference? Wait your turn. You have got to be kidding me. You have no idea the consequences from this, okay? No idea, man. Come on. Jesus Christ, Rob. I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> it was so cute. It was it's really so sad. Because yeah. he's so drugged up. It's really it's really tragic to watch. But yeah, I, I would imagine being in a clear state and watching this movie, it would really mess with you. Seeing like yeah. somebody yell at you like that and like kind of bringing back all that weird, probably like muddied trauma. Like, yeah. Yeah. As, but as that Paul's is kind of funny. such a good actor. He, he thought he was Eugene Landy. <laughs> that he was Eugene Landy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it makes you feel so sad for this actual man that was stuck in what he called his personal hell. Mm. It made me so sad. But, uh, you know, he's better now. Guys, there's hope. Okay. Everything's, everything turned out okay. Actually, so I wanted to note on that. Like, when I was watching the movie, I, I was like... So the stuff in the past with Paul Dano felt very autobiographical or very biographical. Yeah. But the stuff in the present, I, I had a little bit more friction with, with the romance plot and all of that stuff. And so I really was thinking, mm. I was like, did any of this happen? Or is it kind of just like, a, is this like a little bit more like, you know, painting a, a more abstract it? picture, you know? And then yeah. to see in the credits, like, yeah, like they, they're together. They've been together for a long time. They have all these kids. Like, this is what happened. I was like, oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah. Next time I watch this movie, because I do own it on Blu-ray now, you know, <laughs> I'll probably come in. I'll pro- I might even have a better time because I won't have any of those hesitations. So I'll just like take it in and enjoy it. That's true. I kind of had the same hesitations, too. But then I did a little like I was looking at looking in, into it more. And apparently that's also Brian Wilson's favorite moments of the movie. Aww. Which I think is so cute. Yeah, he very said it, cute. He liked the moments where him and Melinda were having positive shared experience. Yeah. Aww. Do you want to hear some clips? I would love to. Here's a clip called Arnold Palmer, where Paul complains about his Arnold Palmer. <laughs> My rules, Melinda, and it's for his own good and yours too. Frankly, can you make me an Arnold Palmer, please? What the hell is wrong with you today? Just make me a goddamn Arnold Palmer. Isn't that just iced tea and lemonade mixed together? That's what an Arnold Palmer is. Oh, really? There's no alcohol? I don't know. Huh. Like, can, we, can we take a quick moment? Dan, vamp. I'll vamp. I'll play another clip while you uh, open a new tab in and find out. And Arnold Palmer is a non-alcoholic beverage of iced tea and lemonade. Huh. Well, the more you know. Well, somebody get Paul is goddamn Arnold Palmer, and let's listen to this clip about the book Eugene Landy wrote. You ever hear of the um, underground dictionary? Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, no. Well, I published it in 1971. It's an amazing book. It's a uh, lexicon for subcultural speak. It's a reference book for professionals of all kinds to learn how to talk to the subcultures of the time. 
bikers, hookers, surfers, out junkies, okay? blacks. Yeah. What is he having? I get allergies. I get allergies. So musician. Um, oh, <laughs> oh my God! I did not hear that while watching the movie. Junkies, bikers, hookers, <laughs> blacks, Latinos. Oh, that's what he said. Oh my God. <laughs> He says wow. uh, the F word as well for for ah um, uh, for for gay people the bad word for gay people the bad yeah. word um, yeah anyway so I just thought that was really wild because the camera like cuts over to Belinda and uh, and Brian and then it's just clear like ADR of Paul just off screen just like talking just listing off <laughs> subcultures it's so wild. <laughs> Um, that's nasty also why is a psych a psychotherapist writing a book called the underground <laughs> dictionary i have no idea but do you want to hear some of the slang words that paul knows yeah uh far out right on out of sight uh smoky tits bonnaroo uh super wicked wiggy <laughs> how about that all right <laughs> smoky tits bonnaroo <laughs> yeah what who do you, which group do you think is saying that? Is it the, is it the Latinos, the hookers, <laughs> yeah, the what, bikers? What is, let's see, smoky tits, bonnaroo. I think they're two separate things. I think smoky tits is a different thing, and then bonnaroo is its own thing. Yeah, Google says it looks like there aren't many great matches for your search of smoky tits, bonnaroo. Uh, Try just no, smoky the tits. Top, the top, um the top result is called tits and boobs flash compilation xvideos.com tits and boobs flash compilation eight minutes 720p ebony <laughs> boobs love tits boobs public slash big boobs slashing boobs plus few low qual or high qual there's also one last clip that i'd like to play it, it was a longer clip but i don't think we need to play that i just like to play the highlight of this clip um paul gets pretty mad and there's a a, a clean reading of um well, let's just listen together. Let's hear it. Let's Slut! Hear it. Oh. Slut! <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of beautiful for the podcast. It's um it's it can be used in any moment. Truly. Any moment. A good yeah. a good versatile uh clip. Um It's very and- simple. Just title it, you know exactly what to title it. <laughs> Yeah, and I did keep in the last grunt, the last like kind of airy grunt because I thought Ooh. it was thought it was good. You Can know, I hear it? Yeah, yeah. Can I hear it again? Slut! Slut! <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good a good grunting. grunt. Like even if you, even if we just uh, clip that, dirty grunt. girl, dirty girl. I'm getting those good vibrations. He's getting them good vibrations. Good, 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 good vibrations. Slut. Good, 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 good vibrations. Slut. Good, good, good vibrations. I've been picking up good vibrations. Good vibrations. They're putting down hesitations. Good, good, good vibrations. I rate the movie a seven. No, seven and a half out of ten stars. I'm going to rate the movie. Eight 
out of 10 stars. Ooh, he liked it. No. He liked it. Better than 7.9 out of 10 stars. Whoa, whoa, this guy. That's right. And it's because I really like those improv scenes in the studio. They rocked. Yeah. And the performances across the board, really, really loved. Interesting story. Great Paul performance, which yeah. we'll talk about in a second. Interesting physicality from all the, the all the stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I oh, couldn't yeah. agree more. This is me, Daniel Brenneman, agreeing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you rate Paul's performance? Tell me a little Polly. bit about Paul. Ooh, Polly G. Big G. Fuck. I rate him. I rate. I give him eight and a half Pauls. Damn, I'll second that. I'll get on that bandwagon. Fuck yeah. yeah. Eight and yeah. a half Pauls. He did a great job. This movie not only let him rage a little bit and yell yes. and bang walls and be kind of a bad guy, which we like. Um, yeah. He was scary in this movie, but he also looked interesting. He had a great He was kind of, he was grossly lovable. Grossly lovable. He had like yeah. kind of an interesting like, he has an interesting arc in this movie. He has like about 15 minutes of screen time, but in the beginning, you know, you don't know the depths of how evil he powerful. is. It's and powerful. It's powerful screen more time. And more. It's good stuff. So I, I agree. I think I think this is yeah. one of uh, his better performances recently. Yeah, he killed it. He killed, killed it. it. Yeah, killed for it. not a lot of screen time, he's like the scariest part of the movie. Really yeah. stands out. Yeah. Yeah, really stands out. Let's get out of Paul at the movies. <laughs> And let's Ooh. get into some listener mail. Hit it, hit it. Time. I'm it's excited. been so long. Our calls to action have finally been answered once. How? Um, <laughs> Just once. Very nice. Do you do you have the email? I have the email right here. Shall Perfect. I? Shall I read? I would. I would love to. I haven't. I haven't read it, so I'm excited. Oh, you haven't read it? No. Oh, okay. Good. 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 This is a good one. It is titled "Wizards" <laughs> from our from our good friend Tony Johnston. He said "Pepperoni Tony," as we like to call him. So we talked about in a in a previous podcast episode. We talked about how I have apparently multiple friends that are that are wizards. Um, and, and what a all, wizard is... all vocally use the term wizard as well. Like it's well, not, one did. One oh, did. And oh. one was... One, one, and another friend came forward and said that he was... Uh, he, he finally has an in-group, you know? So oh, he, like he, I... He, I, I yeah. he sees what his fate is, which is wizarddom. You know, he has he has a word for what he is, uh, the path he's going down. So a wizard, just to give the clear description, it's when you are a virgin <laughs> up until the age of 30. So you're a virgin up until 29. Birthday 30, you're now a wizard. You're now a wizard. That's, you're no longer a virgin. You're yeah. a wizard. You're you a wizard, Harry. Wizards is the title of this, this email. He says, dearest hosts, I had never heard of the term wizard before. And let me tell you, I've been racking my brain on how the podcast can help. <laughs> firstly, uh, firstly, if there is ever a celebrity who just drips sex and encouraged young people to go at it, it has to be Paul Edward Valentin Giamatti. So true. Couldn't, could not agree more. Mm -hmm. Secondly, as someone who was a vol cell, in parentheses, voluntary celibate, till 23 when I got married. I don't know it if made that's me a think, great look 
to, to call yourself a vol cell. I think it's fun for this email. I don't think it's fun for outside of this email. I think that's you know? fair. Yeah. Uh, as someone who's a vol cell, voluntary celibate till 23 when I got married, it made me think how if I never met the right girl, it could have I could have been a wizard myself. I think that a good solution would be a podcast that doesn't focus on one wizard, but rather invites wizards on to meet and talk because oh. there are more. Yeah, because there are more than we assume. By gathering these men and women together, I think that love will blossom and maybe, just maybe, we'll get Sam's friends some quality coitus. Blessed be the Yamati, Praise be. Tony. Nice. Praise be. I think that's a great idea. I'm worried that if you invite too many wizards on, we could be dealing with an incel situation quite quickly. We could be dealing with an extremist group. Yes, we could be just creating space for um uh, Don't misogyny you hate women and... too? Yeah, but I but like the why, idea. That's why we're the ringleaders. That's yes. why we're the ones that bring these people together, keep them on the, the straight and narrow. You know? I think that's right. And, and maybe that's something, you know, we have to talk about is that, you know, being a wizard, maybe not for your friends, but maybe part of being a wizard is there. there's probably some maybe trauma or, or some rage, or I'm sure there's some yeah. misrepresented anger. And we can yeah. help people work through that and create, you know, better people and maybe stop some like mass shootings one day. So I think that would be cool for us to We could to be tackle. helping the world. We, we could, could be, be helping, helping the, world. the world. And here's the thing that I want to bring up that I just thought of. Yeah. Is is the term wizard in the way that we're using it, is it a gendered term? Is it only for men? That's a great question. What what would Because the term wizard, you know, you call you a wizard's a witch or a sorceress. You know, well, is that true? Can let's Google this. Can wizards be women? Because what I'm saying is there's also women out there that haven't had sex past 30. Do they graduate into wizarddom? They would have to, I would think in the way that I'm thinking about it. I've only really thought of men, to be quite honest. Me too. But there's women out there that also haven't had sex past 30. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much I could help them, though. You know? Well, we'd have to bring the right people on to help them. You know, I think I think yeah. we could I think the basic advice that we would offer would still stand. You know, you got to love yourself, put yourself in the right position to to find love and and then hopefully it'll happen. Yeah. Um just a follow up here. I mean, if we look at D&D, females can be wizards obviously. A wizard is a class and not a gen, not not gendered. That's However, true. according to linguaholic.com, Dictionaries provide several options for female wizards. Wizardess and sorceress are the most common, although some dictionaries note that the word wizard can also be used to refer to women. So I think we're in the clear. Okay, okay. So you can call a wizard, a wizard is a not, we're using it in a non-gendered way. It's It's not not just men. A wizard, just like virgin. Women can be virgins, men can be virgins. Men are virgins. That's true. Wizard is the the evolution of that. I think that's a great idea. I, I love how serious we're taking this because- and I love. I that. think it should be taken seriously. It I should agree. be taken seriously. I agree. It's, people, I, it's a very sensitive topic for people. No, no, no. I mean, I love how serious we're taking this idea. The word as if wizard. We can, as if, no, 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 that, that we're going to do this on the podcast. I mean, I'd love to do it, but we got we to gotta lay the groundwork. I also like what Pepperoni Tony was saying, where this is not just a new podcast idea, but um, an extension a logical extension of this <laughs> podcast that we're doing now. Because it's not. It's not a logical <laughs> extension. Guys, if we start a podcast about people's wizarddom and trying to, uh, you know, get to their, get to, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Intercept 
intercept their their fate before they get to it. Yeah, it is not Giamatti affiliated. I don't know how to bring bridge Giamatti in this. Well, together. I mean, Tony just said Paul drip sex appeal. These people want to have sex. I think there's a bridge to be built. Um, yeah, though I will Wait. say. Oh yeah, go <laughs> ahead. No, no. I'm saying if we'd have experts on the show, we'd be the Giamatti experts, and we'd be like, well, he does drip sex appeal, so. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny that we would that we would call ourselves. This is this is um this is a, a um a therapist with a PhD. They're here to kind of talk us through self love, and yeah. uh, they're kind of the expert in that, and we're the experts in love and mercy, um, and Paul Giamatti. Yeah. So, uh, uh, characteristics that you should be extending to yourself and partners: love and mercy. Did you know Brian Mil- Wilson find love? <laughs> Okay. We've gained enough experience by watching Paul movies. I think we could we could relate most problems in life back to a Paul movie. Um we know what wines to drink. Oh yeah. We know you know, oh, we, we, could, know. we could orchestrate an amazing date. What okay, so what if the finale or not the finale, but when they go on a date with a person, we right. put together kind of a date plan and it's kind of a we like kind of backdoor in a Paul Giamatti date. Like it's a Paul Giamatti movie. <laughs> It's not fucking Merlot, you know, a different type, like a Pinot, yeah. Pinot Noir or something. Yeah. We kind of build it around Paul because, I mean, that's what we know. That's That'd our bread so and butter. Funny. That's too, that it's too much and I love it. Too much <laughs> and I love it. Here's an idea for the name of the podcast. If we can find Ooh. a wizard to be on the podcast. We are searching, by the way. Yes, we, we are act- actively <laughs> searching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no joke we are actively searching to get this yeah. off the ground it's not a passive it's it's it, it, this isn't a passive search for people we are actively searching for wizards to be on the oh, podcast we are we, we actually are so honestly if you at home know any faded wizards in your life yeah you want to talk to them and important reminder they 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 aren't they they could be a they wizard, to, but they don't yeah. have to be a wizard yet. They have to be on a path to wizarddom. A path to wizarddom. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. So the name of the podcast. If we can get, is is there a word that rhymes with Harry? Because we could have you're a wizard, blank. You know, like that would be uh, a good name for a podcast. You're a wizard, maybe. You're a wizard, maybe. That's that's not bad. That's actually not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're a wizard, maybe. <laughs> we could probably get like somebody to do like on Fiverr to do like a deep Scottish voiceover of that line, like Hagrid, and then put the Harry Potter music behind it. I think yeah. this is good. I think this is it's good. It's building. It's building. You know, um, yeah. I, guys, I just think it's too good of an idea. I think it's too fun. I think it's too fun you know? as well. Do you want to yeah. hear something else that's really fun before we close out the show? Would love to. So Sam, a reminder for everybody at home, you have a, uh, a singing voice that's very deep. It is right. um, called deep voice. It is a voice that you do when you sing songs. And recently yes. on the podcast, you you sent us a clip of you singing "Turning Tables," which was very appreciated. Here's a, I believe, no, this is, I think this is it. I'll just give a little taste here. Close enough to start a so this that's is it. a deep voice. You can hear how deep I it is. And yeah, is on the floor. You really, you really project it down. God only knows what we're fighting for. Like, what's your point here? I can your hear your throat pursing to like get those low notes out. Yeah. Like it's all right in the back of your throat. Anyway, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to make fun. Uh-huh. What I am here to say 
is that recently I was looking through some old photos and I found two clips from the night that originated Deep Voice. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So the first really? clip here. You have video. You have video. I have video, but um, I just have the clips here on. Uh, <laughs> okay. Actually, well, I, I I can put the video. It, I, or, send no, it to me after. I'll send them send to it you. to me after. But yeah, <laughs> the first clip is something that might sound familiar, but it was taken probably uh, five or six years ago. This is uh, turning tables. Yeah, it's by, the same song. Yeah, I know it's the same song. Sam Calderon. <laughs> There's a bunch of <laughs> So that was the first clip. Wow. Really okay. beautiful. I wish there was more, but at least we have your deep voice clip that we can play whenever we crave it. <laughs> yeah. And then that wasn't the end of it. You also continued to do another famous song in deep voice. Did I do Hallelujah? Did I do Hallelujah? You did indeed. Here's yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you didn't know I could do this. It's beautiful. <laughs> You didn't know I could do this, could you? It's beautiful. Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. I mean, the people were loving it, though. The people were loving it. Did you hear? I don't know. You didn't know. I, I don't could know do if this. they were. It's beautiful. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's me. Well, let's You're play the one back. that says it's beautiful. I don't think so. I don't think that's it me. is. That's you. You didn't know I could do this. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> no, that's not me. It could that's be not you. Maybe it's your sister. Was your you sister? Didn't know I could do this. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, it is my sister. Yeah, yeah you're right. It is some family is love sister. there. Some family <laughs> yeah. love there. Though I think it's. Hey, cards on the table. I think it's beautiful too. Love wow. it. Thank I love you. it. Thank you. Anyway, I wanted the people to see that, especially uh, in an I episode all about want... music. I might cut it out. <laughs> no, you can't cut it out. <laughs> I might cut this out. You, you can't cut this out. You freaking ding dong. <laughs> I might. We've already heard it. <laughs> I might. <laughs> that would be so rude Sam you can't Ugh, okay I'm so embarrassed I can't believe I said you didn't know I could do this did you <laughs> <laughs> like what an asshole <laughs> like, what am I doing I think it's actually kind of cute I, I like it I, I, I don't think it, I don't right. think you should be embarrassed I think you should be more embarrassed that deep voice is a thing at all versus how you've talked about deep voice ever <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Sam. I loved, honestly, I will speak for everyone at home as well. I think I can say that we all love deep voice and we truly <laughs> love that you've brought us deep voice. <laughs> deep well, voice you know, rocks. <laughs> Tony pepperoni himself said, yeah. pe sorry, pepperoni, Tony pepperoni Tony. Uh, said himself. He was surprised by it. He did say that we all were, we all were he surprised. Didn't, he, you know what? He didn't know I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, let's end the podcast. Let's get out of here. Next uh, week, we are going to be talking about a Rob Zombie film called The Haunted World of El Superbisto. It's an animated flick, and Paul plays Dr. Satan. So I'm very excited for that. If you want to reach us, you can email the podcast. If you want to be like Pepperoni Tony, you can email us at Email Giamatti at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about Love and Mercy. Let us know your thoughts on Super Bisto. Let us know your thoughts on Deep Voice. Let us know your thoughts on the wizard stuff. If you know a wizard, tell them or, or, or talk to them. Email the podcast and we will, I mean, 
Sam and me are actively seeking leads and we're being very professional and also very considerate about this. We don't want to embarrass anybody. We want to create a real project that can, because the idea of wizardom is both entertaining, a little silly and fun, but also, you know, it's emotional and it's sensitive and we want to do it with respect. So if you know a wizard or a soon to be wizard, reach out to them, let them know. And uh, maybe we can put something together because I think it'd be a fun journey. And yeah. hopefully they'll have sex by the end of it. I mean, that's the goal. So, I mean, win, that's win, the goal. win, 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 We're trying to get people laid. That's right. Okay? <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. We're using you know? all the clout we've gained over the two years of doing Giamatti to, or three years of doing Giamatti to, yeah. uh, to get people laid. Yeah. Or in a relationship, whatever you want. Yes. We'll exactly. help, we'll help a, you get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. With experts. What opportunity? Guys, come on. And it's you a, can also good, it's a good opportunity. You can also remain anonymous. That is something that we are tossing out yeah. there. I mean, we'd ask for people to be open with us on the show, but actual uh, like in terms of identity, you can remain anonymous. So yeah, yeah. Um, beyond that, though, if you want to follow for more Giamatti content and not wizardum, you can follow <laughs> us on Instagram at Giamatti Podcast. We post great pictures and videos of Paul there almost like every day from these movies. It's a very fun place to see clips that we talk about yeah. and photos of Paul's bad hair. Um, beyond that, I don't think there's anything else. That's it, Dan. You That's gave it. it the full outro. Hell yeah. The last thing we got to do, we got to say it. Blessed be the Giamatti. Praise be. You didn't know I could do this. It's beautiful. <laughs> Say bye bye. Bye bye, everyone. <laughs>